Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Aaron Pym, and I'm the producer of the theatrical variety show, The Bedpost Sex Show. Here at the podcast, I invite guests and performers from the stage show and beyond to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. This week, we have a very lovely guest, Lucy Gervais. Hello. Com- comedian. Yes. Lucy Gervais. Yes. Hey, girl. Hey. How are you doing? I'm good. I um, I'm a little sleepy uh, because I just had a really big orgasm, and then I fell asleep. And then I'm like, oh, I fell asleep, and then I fell asleep again, (laughs) and I was like, oh, that's a big orgasm. It was. Um, I think I hadn't. Had uh, my partner was sick for like a good week, mm-hmm. and when he's sick, I'm very conscious of not getting sick. Mm-hmm. So like I'm really not going near him, yeah, <laughs> like at all. And we bo- and we had a big performing weekend as well. Um, we had a bed post, and then we had um, this is going to be dated by the time this comes out, but we had the 24 hour sketch festival. So mm-hmm. that's a thing where you get together in the morning. And you brainstorm and write and wow. rehearse and the show's at night. So it's like a big, long-ass day. So I really just didn't even touch him <laughs> for like a week. You were too busy writing. Oh, and then um, and then we finally had sex after like a week. And then I fucking, had, I just fell the, right the hell asleep. <laughs> and that's where I am. I'm feeling so relaxed I'm so and so good. <laughs> Because, um, have you, do you have a partner? This is great, by the way, because I don't know, I don't actually know you at all. You don't all. know me at all. So this is like a real question. We I'm found not... each other on the internet. On the interwebs. Yeah. yeah, you approached me on Instagram. Yeah, Which I is did. awesome. Which I love, because I just, um, I just got Instagram for bedpost, and people are approaching me, and I absolutely love that. It's a great way to find people. It is. Yeah. I'm being connected with all kinds of amazing people uh, recently, and you're one of them. Oh, thank you. So I love this. So are, do you have a partner? I do. I or, live or, with or my several? <laughs> right now, I only have one partner. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the relationship has always offered me the opportunity to uh, see female and yeah. non-binary partners yeah um, okay because my boyfriend understands that like I am a queer person which okay you didn't know but now you do now I do um I am a queer person great and he uh feels that he fills a certain role but there's some things he can't offer me that other people can and I, I he doesn't want to like have me missing out yeah you and, know, he, on, and he gets that yeah about exactly you, about your identity and it's difficult to kind of tell people that because the first question people always ask me is like, oh, aren't you offended that he doesn't see women as a threat? Like, that's oh, I always see. the first thing people say. Right. And it's really irritating. Yeah, like, so. yeah, some people are a little hung up about the one dick rule. Yeah. That you can just, yeah, that it's the boyfriend and you can see women. But 
Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. They're that they're think they're saying oh lesbian sex isn't valid, isn't as important as straight sex. So yeah, sure you can do whatever you want yeah. with women. And it's like it's not that it's less important, it's like we can't really have lesbian sex. Very true. So I that's not something I wanna lose. That's kind of what I was even looking for in the first place with any relationship. Yeah, that would allow you both. Exactly. And, or whatever you you need. And I don't really have a desire to see other men or people who identify as... Well, I mean, I don't know. It's something that I still haven't explored too much just because I don't have don't a ton that, of time. Yeah, for it that. Do, well, like, it doesn't sound like you have the desire to, really, either. Yeah, not really. Because you have the man. I, have I mean, the man. Some, some people obviously feel different, like several men or yeah. several women or what have you, but I kind of find I'm the same way. I think I'm a one man girl, but mm. I like I like the dabble in the ladies. I yeah, appreciate exactly. And another and another uh, point along that those lines, uh, just seeing women uh, and not seeing men, multiple men, is that I mean every quote unquote open relation or poly type non binary relationship, like yeah. they're all different. It's all on a case-by-case basis, Mm -hmm. right? And everybody's relationship is specifically catered to, you know, the two people, the two main partners, like comfortability level. Mm -hmm. Like there are so many factors there. Like for me, if I'm okay, you can sleep with women, but I'm not so comfortable with you sleeping with men. I'm like, great. I can, I'll take what I can get. Yeah, for sure. And also like, that's great because you know, you're not he's not comfortable with that and that's fine you know like you're allowed to express that you're not comfortable with me you know what I mean yeah or like the one kind of thing that we've never really talked about but has always been in the back of my mind is what if I wanted to see someone who didn't identify as a man but did have a penis like a a trans woman yeah would that be okay yeah exactly and that's not something that has ever really come up because yeah mostly because it hasn't it's not been an area that I have personally delved into, so I don't. Yeah, you see haven't the come point. across. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it comes up, I can definitely see that conversation happening, and mm-hmm. I think it's definitely going to be a conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as of right now, it's very straight up. Yeah, it's like yeah. So that's so maybe more pansexual, because pansexual is like all the genders. Yeah. You know, attraction to like not only like bi is kind of bisexual is kind of like men and women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Qu- queer is kind of more of a. Queer bit, is all encompassing. Yeah, it's yeah. more all encompassing, kind of an umbrella and kind of pansexual. Yeah, that they're, term they're very is similar. Kind of, I think it's similar. just whatever you're more comfortable with. Yeah, There's yeah. Some people who like, I don't. It's not that I don't like the term pansexual. It just doesn't seem to be what applies to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas queer is very, like, kind of ambiguous. And mm-hmm. I think queer kind of means, like, I don't even know yet. Yeah. Or, like, it gives you room to ex- grow. To and just to, change and, and to, to have, like, that flexibility. Good point. Because, um, you know, I've... I've only been around for 23 years. Right, yeah. And things are bound to change and move and get crazier as I go along. Yeah, um, get crazier. Get you crazier only you only foresee along. them getting crazier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it can only 
get more nuts from here. <laughs> have you ever, have you always kind of seen yourself as queer or has that evolved as well? Oh, yeah. I'd say I've always, yeah, I've always kind of known I was a little bit different. Yep. Um, a little queer. <laughs> a little queer. <laughs> a little queer. Um, yeah. I mean, it's interesting being like a queer woman because I found a lot of, um, a lot of mutual experiences where queer women usually tend to date cisgendered men for a large chunk of their lives. Mm -hmm. And talking about why that is is always interesting because a lot of it is like, well, if you have, like, the choice because you are comfortable with, uh, with these different kinds of relationships... There's always that, like, oh, but this is the safest one, mm-hmm. and this is the one that's always kind of readily available. True. Yeah. Because if you know men who are attracted to you, odds are they're going to try to date you. Yeah. And that's just... And odds are yeah. if, you, if you ask them to sleep with you, they would be great. They would say, yeah. good, yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. They're not going to really say no. Well, there you go. <laughs> Sometimes they do. But oh most yeah, of the sure. Time, yeah. But most of the time, like a girl, you know, finding a cis man to sleep with, it's not the hardest thing in the it's world. It's not hard. There are harder things. Yeah, exactly. To do. <laughs> so so that's your... I've always, uh, for the most part, my like long term or more monogamous relationships have been with cis men. Yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't even, I, I don't know. I don't use the word queer for myself. I still use bi. Maybe I'm just because I'm a bit older and I've always used that term. But mm-hmm. but yeah, for me as well, most of my like dating experience, quote unquote, is with cis men mm-hmm. for sure. And yeah, that's a good, that's a good way of justifying it is that it's, it's, uh, and it's what we're told to do. Yeah. Right. It's in our culture. And it's kind of, it's coded into us. It's coded into by us, yeah. people who are even as close as our family members. Yeah. They don't really... Like, That's the assumption, right? Exactly. That's the assumption. There's so, never that, there's never that, like, oh, are you... They never ask. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's never, like, that's great if and when maybe now this generation there are conversations about that, but... Uh, certainly not mine and not, my, you know, ones before me where you have that conversation yeah. kind of as a young person. I feel like I might have that conversation you know, if I have kids. Yeah, right? Like in the next, yeah. Something that actually makes me, and I don't know if I'm ever going to be a parent just because mm-hmm. it's a big decision and you either make oh, it yeah. or you don't. But oh, yeah. like that's one thing that makes me interested or, or in being made, a parent. Or it's made for you. Or, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but there's still choices you can make. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Um, but that's one thing that interests me uh, in terms of being a parent is trying to be a very accepting parent of whoever my child is mm-hmm. and whether that child is trans or queer or whoever they become, trying to be accepting of that in yeah. a way that kind of uh, creates the new generation. Like, that's something I'm, I'm interested in. Yeah. In, in, in being a part of. Yeah. And having the opportunity to do. Because new who knows if you and I were encouraged at a much younger age to kind of explore the spectrum of people that you can date and love romantically. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we would have had a lot more experience if, with women and other genders as well. If there was that like immediate comfortability and acceptance. Yeah. And awareness really yeah. as well. You kind of have to figure like the it out on your the own, right? And you have to... You're go- constantly being coded with, like, heterosexual romance as being the norm and everything else kind of, like, almost existing but not as publicly. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
existing in a different way with a different set of rules. You have to like see through that. It's just, it's an interesting experience and it's something that I find heterosexual people just don't don't think yeah. about yeah yeah don't even know they have to yeah 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 their eyes aren't even open to it to be able to see it i love cameron esposito talking about her new sitcom that she has with uh Rhea butcher and she calls it the show where lesbians don't die yeah yeah oh boy i just saw a um a great documentary called the celluloid closet and that's the representation Generally, it's the representation of gays in film and media from, Mm -hmm. like, the 1900s. A lot of violence. Yeah, and there's, like, a huge, like, there are a lot of archetypes that they kind of go through, like, comic relief, like, the fairy, the Mm -hmm. butch. And then, yeah, there's one huge era of film where gay people always commit suicide like they always like sometimes they're the victim where they're just the character is so tortured just so tortured that they kill themselves or they're cast as the villain and they and they kill like it's always like i actually can everybody not die (laughs) who's gay in a film queer studies class Mm -hmm. in high school yeah in high school Oh, yeah, I went to, like, a really cool alternative school. Wow, Yeah, awesome. that's why my hair looks like this. <laughs> it looks great. Thank you. So does yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what we read this story about, um, it was a, like, private girls' school in which one of the teachers was in love with a female teacher who was married to a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, One of the students kind of made up the story that the two teachers were lesbians and, like, the whole school got shot down. Anyway, it was adapted to film. I think Audrey Hepburn played the heterosexual teacher. (gasps) I know the film you're talking about. Yeah. And, um, yeah. No, it's uh, Shirley MacLaine was the other actress. Yeah. And and, a funny thing about that. Yeah, so the story is about a teacher falling in love with another teacher who's yeah, married. Who's hetero- yeah, she's hetero... Yeah, I don't know if she's married when they're both working at the school, but, um... I believe she's engaged, and so... Yeah. But the student makes it up, but she happens to be right. And um, this, like, it becomes a huge scandal. She, like, tells one of, like, the headmaster or whoever, and... Because she's trying to get out of the school. She doesn't like it. She's kind of a bratty kid. And so she makes this This up, and it gets them fired, Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure the school gets shut down. But then it's, like, discovered a little while later, they're reunited, and she's like, I was in love with you the whole time. Yeah. And then, like, when you're reading the story, she just, like, walks out of the scene and then kills herself. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, essentially. almost funny. Yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, she just yeah. kills herself? Like, yeah. you know, she's... Yeah, she's in the... find someone else who's more okay with lesbianism <laughs> Yeah, somewhere. she could have been okay. Like, she had to do that. But the the film, um, Shirley MacLaine was talking, and, and apparently the lesbianism... This is one thing they did in a huge era of movies where they adapted original stories who had gay characters like you're talking about mm-hmm. so that they weren't gay. Like they, so in the film, yeah. I believe, so in the film, I believe it's very, it to something else. yeah, it's not really there, but it, it's kind of the undertone, mm-hmm. but it never overtly says that's totally true. Yeah. Yeah. So what actually is interesting. Shirley MacLaine was doing an interview on this documentary about shooting this movie. And she's like, years and years later, somebody told me 
somebody mentioned that I was in a lesbian story that I played a lesbian character and she was like, no, I didn't. What are you talking about? And they're like that movie. I, unfortunately, I, I don't know the called. title, but they're like that movie. It's about the original Yeah, the book. original story. We read it and watched it in my class. And she's like, it was so not talked about at the time. That I didn't even know. That's I was so the main hilarious. fucking character in it. That's and crazy. nobody told me. And like there's one part where Shirley McLean, this clip is in the documentary, where she's it's right before she kills herself, it must be, because she's just losing her mind. Mm-hmm. And it's so obvious a woman just beside herself about not being able to express her love for the Audrey Hepburn character. Yeah. And Shirley's, and it's so believable when you watch it and you know exactly what it's about when you're watching it, but she's like, I didn't Didn't even know. know. Wow. We didn't even talk about it. Like I didn't even know. Why? (sighs) It's insane. Yeah. It's just insane. I think that is such a heterosexual, like kind of, not to say that all heterosexuals like think this way, but like, of that era to assume that the only solution to being heterosexual is suicide. Homosexual. In, yeah. yeah. What did I say? Hetero. You, yeah. Well, that's, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's Freudian. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Beca- because our, at the time it was a mental illness. But right? in uh, practice, people who are homosexual don't, That's you know, that, like it is, common for homosexual people to commit suicide but not because they're gay but because they're discriminated against because they're bullied and so because heavily. they're yeah it's not the gay sex that's yeah. doing it yeah it's not that they're mentally the ill <laughs> yeah, exactly. saving grace exactly but it's the it's all the other bullshit that comes with it yeah that's what all the baggage yeah yeah, yeah. the stigma the yeah mm-hmm. do you still think that's around Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, as a twenty-three-year-old. Oh man, I, I, well, I have the unique experience of living in Toronto and in a small town. Growing up in a small town and then living in Toronto. Like I grew up in Toronto for the most part. Well, I, I moved from Toronto to a town uh, called Bradford when I was eight, and I came back to Toronto when I was fifteen. Okay. Um, and that's where I went to my cool high school. Okay. Yeah, and uh, it's just. You see the way people just, like, out, like a gay person will walk by, and then they'll be like, oh, my God. And, like, just, like, you'll see, like, straight dudes talking about, like, how not a person that guy is. And it's like, all he did was walk by you, and you have an opinion on his entire self, and, like, how being gay is, like, disgusting. But I do think that people like that exist in big cities as well. Yeah. I don't think it's just alien. I think it's just... If you have, if you live in a more liberal kind of pocket, mm-hmm. you're more hush hush, and you're more likely to be like homophobic or racist or whatever when you're around more like other like-minded people. So right. you're like avoiding getting called out for it. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think that homophobia is like, alive and well. Oh, totally. Like I, I think all of it is. I think all of the uh, oh, well. discrimination is is so there. Yeah. Don't even get me started about Trump being elected. <clears throat> Total misogynist, yeah. homophobic. Oh my God, such a piece of garbage. Yeah, racist, misogynist. But it's like he brought insane. all of the racist misogyny to light. To the forefront, yeah. Yeah, and it was it was always there. Yeah. And yeah, there is a, um, did you see the SNL? 
I watched a lot. I haven't seen. Uh, I the last one I saw was the one that Dave Chappelle hosted. Yeah, so you did see that one. Yeah, not so, the most trend, tremendously political one in terms of Trump. Like they no, they had that one sketch uh, near the beginning where they're watching the election. That was hilarious. Yeah, which was way. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so if you haven't seen it, that sketch was basically that white people like are so sickened and shocked and can't believe <clears throat> that people, so many people are still racist essentially. Yeah. And the black and the black yeah, guy, like, dudes are oh, like, yeah, no, we know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And like the white people are trying to convey like, you know, that they just can't believe that, that it's around and convey to them that like racism is alive and well. And they're like, yeah, yeah no <laughs> doy. And it's Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, which I thought was really hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was I a good. I thought that was really perfect. Yeah. I thought they could have taken that to another level. I agree. They the could have gone further. I, but you know what? Hey, it's great. The way it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got it got across. We need to get across. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. And that the opening, the hallelujah, singing the Leonard Cohen. That was so I, weird, I, but I liked it. Yeah, I loved how Hillary was singing it. Oh, what's her name? Who does the Hillary now? Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon is the Hottest best Dyke Hillary. Ever. Oh my God! Yes. Best. Also, yes. Just everyone loves her. But like men and women alike. I wasn't a crazy fan of the new Ghostbusters, but she was the best part oh yeah yeah i liked it i thought it was good for what it was you know i thought they could have i feel like they rushed it a little bit they didn't make it as like i thought they kind of put a little more writing into it they relied it. heavily yeah. on like famous people and special effects like sure. it felt like just cast and yeah all visuals yeah I, I love how they cast um what's the actor's name that was like the secretary i don't is that a hemsworth yeah, he looks I like think a Hemsworth, so. Yeah, but Chris, he's not, maybe. I don't think it's Chris. Okay, I no. don't know. Anyway, whoever the dude was, we could I love googling all of the all things of this. we don't know. <laughs> um, I love how they um, they cast him like as the eye candy role, but and he's more... completely nuts. Yeah, he's not even stupid. He's like, just... yeah, it is quite funny. It's, yeah, but I love how um, uh, all people could talk about was how hot Kate McKinnon was. Yeah, <laughs> she's super hot. They just ignored him altogether. Essentially, like, it wasn't even just like she looked hot. She was very like uh, oh, everything. There's something about her. The energy, the energy, the confidence. The I still think how that... hilarious she was. It was all just hot, hot, hot. All right, we're actually at break time already. Oh my goodness, we gracious. at break time. Okay, great. We're gonna be right back after a very quick break and a word from our sponsor with Lucy Gervais. This episode has been brought to you by the worker owners of Come As You Are. Come As You Are has the peculiar distinction of being the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop. With its feminist and anti-capitalist values, Come As You Are only carries sexuality products that they truly believe in at the lowest price possible. Enter coupon code BEDPOST when you check out at comeasyouare.com to receive a 15% discount. And don't forget that shipping on orders over $50 is free in Canada. So that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you visit comeasyouare.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You're at the Bid Post Podcast, and we have guest Lucy Gervais with us. Hello. Me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, we said we would talk about sex toys. Do you? Are you fond of a sex toy? Um, do you like the sex toys? I have like a taste in sex toys. Mm-hmm. I've tried. Uh, I've bought expensive ones. Yep. I've bought little cheap ones. And yep. I found that all I really care about is like just something that can vibrate. Yep incredibly powerfully. Yeah, so do you have, like, uh, the magic wand? I have a magic wand! The wall plug-in one? Yeah, I have the wall plug-in one. That can win, that one can rock. Yeah. That can rock your world. That one is, like, it's almost like cheating. Like, because <laughs> you're just like, I want an orgasm immediately. It's happening! <laughs> and it's like, um, I know there's one that recharges. Yeah, but and it's not nearly as powerful. It's not? No, That's it can't be. About. No, I know, it can't That's be, though. all I care about. It doesn't, it, the technology is not there yet to make a rechargeable with that strength. I need it. I need it. <laughs> I want it, though. I want it to be waterproof, too. Do you? Yeah. See, I, I never use the waterproof oh function. I like Are you in the bath? sex toys. Shower. In the shower. Yeah. I like the way that um, water feels like running down my clit. Yeah. I think it feels really great. Oh, it's I, there, lovely. I can just like come from oh, yeah. like rubbing my clit and then letting water like drip down it. It feels amazing. Wow. Yeah. So you come pretty pretty I, easily, it like, sounds like. I come almost every time I take a shower. Really? Yeah, why not? Fucking get your day started. With trying or without trying? Just, I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta let the, so literally just letting the you water just run. Just let it like, happen. Just let oh, it happen, okay. baby. Ooh. And then, like, getting a little extra help in. And, and then it's good. You're good. <laughs> you know, I'm already naked. I can, like, put my leg up to get some good traction. Yep. If anything, when I'm in my, like, my bed or on the couch, I'm like, oh, I don't want to make too much of a mess. I agree. Yeah. That's the thing for me, too, because I use lube. I use a, a vibrator usually. So mm-hmm. I'm getting out the lube. And then I like, if I've gotten the lube out and stuff, yeah. then I'm like, I've got, I feel like I want to take a shower after. Yeah. So when I want to masturbate, I'm like, do I want to, yeah, essentially make a mess and then have to go take a shower? Or am I too lazy to do that? Just let it continue in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't ever stop. Just never stop. <laughs> don't stop masturbating. Never stop masturbating. Actually, I want to do, um, like, there's a cleanse. I don't know how, how scientific this term is, cleanse, where you masturbate, like, every single day for... For a month, I believe. Great. Yeah, I mean, cleanse for a while. Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just do that all the time. I think that'd be a great because I definitely don't masturbate every day. Um, oh, I'm exaggerating. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. yeah. But um, I think that would be a great thing to try for like a solid thirty days. You would probably get a crazy boost in your immune system. Yeah, like who knows, right? You would probably just like become just like. Like, gl- you'd probably start glowing. All your just, anger would just melt away. You'd be so chill. You'd be so chill. You'd just be so chill. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to, like, but report on it. Can you ever just, like, not orgasm? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. So that's going to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, truly. Yeah, and actually, my thing is, I don't know if this is really my thing anymore, but it's kind of just stuck in my brain. Like, the more I do it, the harder it's going to be. Like, if I just did it an hour ago, I might have a hard time trying to get off. Yeah. You know? I think that there can be a a disconnect between your brain and your genitals. Sure. For sure. Oh, yeah, sure. And there's, like, very little you can do. You just kind of have to let it go. Yeah. Or, like, try later. Turn it off. And usually when when I'm I'm by myself and masturbating, I can get off easily. Because I usually throw porn on. Like, I have all my things totally set up. Oh, yeah. Porn makes it crazy good. Yeah. 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 And like, I'm going to, if I'm masturbating, I'm going to 
stay there until I've came. Like I'm, I rarely turn off the vibe and I'm like, mm, I've been doing this for too long. Like I'll go as long as I need to go. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like 40 minutes. What I'm like, of, sure. What yeah. kind of porn do you watch? Oh, I, uh, I like, I'm an anal porn gal. Okay. I like uh, specifically anal play rather than anal sex. Yeah. So I like a lot of manual anal stuff. A lot of like, like fingers, toys, and, some, yeah. some butt eating. I enjoy, um, and uh, usually that can be a little hard to find because they they'll Cause if they do like, it. We gotta shove a dick in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they do it, it's only for like a minute. You know. Yeah. So yeah, you kind of gotta look around for ones that don't get to the anal sex so fast, or else I find myself like rewatching that minute again and again. Yeah. Because that's all I want to see. Just really. Find a way to loop it. Yeah, yeah. Can I create a create a gif? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sex gifts. That's gotta be a thing. Oh, I'm sure everything's a thing. Everything's a thing. Oh, that's true. What uh, what porn do you enjoy? Oh, that's my go-to. I like more things than that, but I really like that. <laughs> um. Okay, I don't watch a ton of porn. Okay, what do you because do? Because I yeah, I like kind of group sex porn that can be fun. I love the threesome porn. Yeah, I love two guys and a girl threesome. Two guys and a girl is great. It I just needs to not get out of hand. I agree. Yeah, it needs, <laughs> get out of hand. Well, it gets out of hand, and it you're can't. like, oh god, oh like, wow, just, this is yeah. crazy. Yeah, I yeah. totally hear you. You're like, this she's taking on a lot. Yeah, this is too much for her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, I don't know. Porn kind of like the idea of I porn I like, but the practice of porn I don't always like. Yeah. And it can take just like some, it could just, honestly, it can take a seemingly really hot, great porn scene. Like it, it can turn it takes, on you? Uh, it takes like someone slapping one of the actresses in the face and I'm like, well, And you're right out of it. Yeah. Exactly. I'm I like, hear you. I, that was not part of what I was looking for. Yeah. And everything was going so well. And then that yeah. was part of it and, and then you're especially right in the face I don't find that attractive yeah. at all oh there's a bunch of things where I'm like spinning is also another th- like just those like little extra things yeah. freak me out I'm yeah. like I don't want anyone to do that so yeah I gotta so just see that you're I not gonna get every, off to yeah, it exactly. yeah and it can ruin it for you so I like sometimes me and my partner will watch porn that's really fun oh yeah yeah I find that difficult to watch with a partner because I feel like it's so subjective porn is like really subjective yeah. taste wise. Yeah. That I feel like and I feel like what I like is so specific. Oh, okay. That it's like I feel like not a lot of people are into watching what I'm into. Mm. So like if I watch with a partner, I'm gonna pick like the most tame vanilla version <laughs> of what I actually like. Okay, yeah. Like the most watered yeah, the most watered down version. So it's not exactly doing it for me. Oh, okay. Well, really? Because why, why don't you think they'll like the whole like Anal <laughs> some stuff. anal play um like matt once walked in on me matt's walked in on me on me masturbating a lot uh, <laughs> which he doesn't love and i don't love like it just i don't know how that happens so often but <laughs> like it's, it's, it's really not That's like hilarious. it's not ideal yeah. um yeah and one time like he walked in on me like this is not okay don't think this is indicative of like i thought you were gonna say what, don't tell anyone <laughs> Yeah, be like, well, it's between you I mean, and me, I Lucy. won't, but you are right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, the, I'm, I was going to say, don't think this is, like, the type of porn mm. that I watch, but I just got, I saw a picture and I clicked on it and Matt walks in and I'm, watch, and I'm watching a video of a girl with a two liter Coke bottle in her butt, which is not... <laughs> 
<laughs> I was curious. It just, I was curious as to wrong with, what that thumbnail. I'm yeah. like, what is that? And I clicked on it, and I was like, whoa. And then Matt walks and then in, he's, and he's like, what are you watching? And I'm like, I, I like, I'm not like getting off like, to this. I'm I watching swear. what I want to have done to me. <laughs> Matt. Matt. I almost said Michael. 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 God. Matthew. (laughs) Matthew. (laughs) So that was embarrassing. Um, That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever said something like that on your show? Oh, I've said that. We've said that story. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. funny. Yeah. Matt and I sometimes, um, we host the newlywed game, like, but a sex version of the newlywed game. Oh, I want to do that. It's really fun. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. do it one time. Do it. Because we usually have some pretty good, like, sex toy type prizes. And, like, I'll host on stage and Matt will be sitting off stage with the mic just to banter with me, Mm. you know, on downtime. When people are writing stuff, we'll banter. Yeah. And he's he's told that story twice so far (laughs) at a stage show (laughs) with the two. Like, that's the big coat. That's a crazy big, how do you even get? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, my God. I mean. Well, hey, you know, whatever. (laughs) I would never make someone feel... bad or weird no 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 and he's not like we laugh about it is the thing we're laughing about it it's just so unexpected it was like that's like (laughs) it was funny it was very funny it was a tense point you could possibly yeah it was probably the biggest thing that i've ever seen anyone in their butt and matt just happened to walk in you know it happens there you go. Oh so, uh, so back to sex toys. So, you you like the magic wand, the plug-in magic wand. What else do you enjoy? Anything uh, other than vibrators that you enjoy? Um, I haven't really pl- gone crazy with anything that's not just like a like a gentle thing. Yeah, um, I haven't really played with butt stuff. I only started doing butt stuff like in the past year. So that's sort of like a new thing to me. Although I am interested in things that like go up your butt and vibrate. That sounds like fun. Yeah. What I have, um, because with, um, vibrating butt toys, like you want to be able to sanitize anal toys, which means like putting them in a thing of boiling water. So if it's got a vibrator, like an onboard vibrator, then you can't clean it properly oh wow so what you're what you should do is get a toy that has a vibrator that's you can take in and out like yeah. for example I've got my we vibe tango which is like a bullet vibe mm-hmm. and then I've got an anal toy that can attach onto that's that. great so then you can take it off and then you can throw the thing in bo- boiling water I got a we vibe I was I was really disappointed in it which one I got the first generation. The couples one? Yeah. With the big C shape <clears throat> one? Yeah. Yeah. Really disappointing. Yeah, I didn't like it either. Not worth it. No, and it was like almost $200. It. I was pissed. And it was a birthday present. I was pissed. Yeah. I still have it. I never use it. Yeah. I know what I started just using it as a clit vibe, like using it completely externally. Because the vibration's nice, actually. It, yeah. But I never used it. Um, yeah, I, it's funny. I tried Diff- to use it while I was with a couple. Sex, yeah. And it was just like. No, I didn't like it doing that. I can't that. feel anything except I can hear this thing vibrating. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't even land on my clip properly. No, it didn't hit me properly either. It sucks. Don't buy it. Yeah, but however, I have a friend that I uh, uses it um, for masturbating, and that's her favorite fucking thing to use, well, and she uses it masturbating, and she's used it with a lover like a f- couple times, but like that's her go-to. That's her go-to? So it's just the way, I think that one is so specific how your body's got to... Yeah. How it, where it hits your body. So if you're, you know, if your clit's a bit not exactly those parameters. Of yeah, I'm sure there's how, a way you can kind of like I'm making like a claw shape with yeah, my hand. Yeah, right the now. C shape. Yeah, yeah like there. Yeah, because it didn't fall on my 
proper parts at all. Yeah, but so I'm sure like, But on her, she's like, it is so perfect. Oh, yeah? So I think it's just the way your body is, It's if it so hits or not. I'd really like it to be worth almost $200. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I like WeVibe as a brand, though. I mean, I bought a lot of WeVibe products. Like, we have in the anal attachment to the Tango, and then I also really like the... Ooh, what's it called? It's one that's kind of shaped like... It's flat. It's a clit vibe, um, and it's like... Mm kind of large and flat kind of like a tongue shape a little bit and it's just like I think I've seen that one yeah and I really loved that one okay yeah yeah so I do like other products I'm not a fan of that like couples vibe either but um, I mean it's worth trying you never know it could be perfect like uh for certain things yeah honestly my friend is like it is my favorite vibe and actually it's her only vibe she's ever used and she and when it breaks like it'll be good for like five years or something she goes and buys another one of the exact same thing. No, of the exact same thing. Wow. She right. just, Good that's, for her. Yeah, I know. She found it. On the first try. Yeah, she found it. Yeah, She's exactly. Like I don't need it. <laughs> for the best one. <laughs> also, she likes inside and outside stimulation, and I yeah. don't. I want. I just need the outside. I need yeah. the external. Yeah. I don't like. Yeah, I don't like. Like, I don't have. I do have a couple G spot vibes, mm. just because it is kind. It is kind of a nice feeling, but I won't orgasm that way. Like you can do, like you can do the combination of both. That's you why can. I bought it in the first place. I was like, I'm gonna yeah. explode. This is gonna be the best. Me too. And it just... Yeah. Why I bought it? Because I was like, maybe I'll get used to me having stimulation on my G spot. Yeah. Because it's got the outside too. Because yes. I like the outside. I actually like growing up and uh, figuring out that like sexual sensations G spot was the first was like the first like before clit for me. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Which see, I don't. I still don't think I can really. I've really figured out my G spot. I don't think I can. I think it's like a different sensation and a different muscle. And I think now I'm much more clitoral. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like all clitoral. Yeah. And I still have a lot of pleasure through like penetration, but like I've never. I've definitely never came just with. Like, either a G-spot vibe or a penis or, oh, okay. like, yeah. I definitely never come just from that. I always have to have I've external. I've a few times had only internal orgasms. Yeah. I don't know how you make, I don't know how it happened. It just, whatever. Just some freak thing whatever happened. Whatever my pussy was in, that's yeah. how it happened. That's and it was, like, in, it's intense. It's, yeah. like, crazy. Like, I have had an orgasm that I think maybe I would say it's a blended orgasm, which is like a little internal, a little external because I had, yeah, it was, it was pretty intense. I had like a G spot vibe and then I had my usual clit vibe on the outside and it felt very different. Like it felt that deep kind of like almost like you have to pee there like that's kind of the g-spot orgasm yeah kind of it's it's kind of like that yeah like similar to that and it was felt different and I'm like, whoa, that was different. But I think I've only done that, like, a handful of times. Have you ever actually peed? No. I've, really? No. I've totally done that. Yeah? yeah I felt up. like I was going to pee a million times. I straight up hundred... wet the bed from orgasming before. <laughs> and I'm like, great. fuck, what do I do? But, like, at the same, it's like, just clean up. Just fucking change the sheets. That's what yeah. you do. What else? <laughs> I didn't wet the bed as a kid or anything, so I feel like I, every now and then I make up for it. <laughs> <laughs> I love to hear that. I love that. <laughs> Yeah. Do you ha- have you ever squirt? Yeah. I like if I if I'm masturbating in the shower, I'm really comfortable to squirt. Yeah. When I'm with partners, there's I'm much less comfortable. Um, so it's a comfort level. thing. It's a comfort level thing, and there are times where I will want to, and I'll 
that'll prevent me from doing it, or I won't want to, and right. that'll so prevent it. so it's a mental game it's as totally well. It's totally mental. It yeah. has, like, I have to be totally relaxed and totally let go. So sh- you masturbating in your shower is, like, ideal for yeah. all that. You're by I'm yourself. Yeah, like, what? There's ever? no cleanup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's nothing to worry about. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, so that's gonna it's gonna happen the b- easiest yeah. when you're with yeah. my current partner. I've squirted a few times. It's with the oh, with the wand everywhere. Yeah, just like it, just one after another. Just like uh, uh, <laughs> I can't stop, and I don't want to. Like just fucked up the whole just, bed. Just a mess. Yeah, an insane. Mess. I went. Oh my god, I went squirted my partner's mouth. Yes, it was the best. Yes, it was the best. <laughs> What did they do? They were just very caught off guard by it, but it was like... That's the best. You know. (laughs) It was the best. I I would love to do it all the time. Would you? I don't know. I think that would be not great. No, no, no. Just, I think... Because the cleanup can be so so huge like it's such a big fucking true situation when that happens. Can you imagine every time you had sex... You'd get, you just would soak the entire bed. Yeah, no, that's gross, actually. But like, not. Yeah. I'm not gonna say negative. Like, oh, it. Like, that's that. Like, I'm the sure. The idea of your mattress being kind of musty because you squirt <laughs> all the time yeah. is not yeah. fun. Yeah, I feel like you'd have to get like some sort of rubber. Yeah, but I just mattress. mean like there's something kind of powerful about ejaculating into someone's mouth. Oh yeah, because, I would like, love I, to do that. It's literally always presented. As the other way around. Oh, yeah. And for me, it had only ever happened the other way around. And one time in my whole life, one time, it was... It was reversed. Yeah. And you were like, yes. And it was yes. like, except, it was okay, and it wasn't like, oh, no. It was just like, yeah, that, that happened, and yep. it was hot, and yep. it was, you, you know. do it to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, it's your turn. Yeah, yeah. I love that reciprocating, like, oh, yeah. I think that's great. I even want a. Do you have like a strap on or anything like that? I, no, I, I want don't. one. I, I want one too. because I and you know what? I just want people to fillet it. Yeah. Just to have that kind of reverse experience of seeing a person like sucking your dick. Yeah. For essentially, sure. I think that's I think really sexy. That, I think about that every once in a while. Yeah, it doesn't, I do like, too. Dominate my mind, but I'm like, yeah, I would just love that'd to be see fun. Suck my strap on. You know? Yeah. yeah I I sure. do think that. Especially people that don't like a, a man, a cis man. Yeah. To do that for me, I think is that's like sexy. That's like the oh god, that's like the next realm of like sexuality that I want to explore with myself is mm-hmm. using a strap on with mm-hmm. a partner. Yeah. And I, me too. I actually too. joke with my partner constantly that I'm gonna like fuck him in the ass, but like yeah. it's. <laughs> You know, and it's only funny because um, that's just something he is... Oh, God, this is going to sound terrible. But it's something that it's just not going to happen with him. Yeah, he's just not into it. Yeah. And I think that eventually, like, if if we're together long enough, that's something that could kind of, like... When we we just run out of... Ideas. Exactly. <laughs> like, I feel like it's inevitable. We'll just run out of things doing. It's like, all right, and well, then we're getting, mama's we're getting her dick. Like the t- yeah, mama's getting her, <laughs> her big We're getting into nine the incher. taboo, you know? Um, <laughs> Try new well, things, you know? Yeah. I mean, Never I'm, stop doing new things. I'm, like, on, <laughs> I'm like on Tinder right now. And oh, yeah? I'm actively trying to find, like queer partners and I mm-hmm. think that that is something I could open up with them more so um, than yeah. a cis man yeah. I feel like I've and I don't I'm 
I feel like I've been straight for so long, but I, I definitely haven't haven't been. Obviously, but it's, you're I've been, still queer, even when you're dating a cis man. Exactly, you're still queer. But it's just been very much us, mm-hmm. uh, and like we'll have a partner here and there, or I'll like hook up with like you know a queer friend of mine here or there. But mm-hmm. I, it's like not some like I'm not actively seeing um, someone outside of all that. Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm trying to change and get into. Um, mm-hmm. So that's something I was. Hoping it could open up with, like, if I get a new, like, a new partner yeah. as well. And, I mean, yeah. that's that's the nice thing about having multiple partners is that, you know, one person doesn't have to do everything with you. Yeah, exactly. You know, if they don't want to do some things, find another part of them. Yeah, Maybe exactly. that's their jam. And, you know, you get to do all these things with people that really enjoy doing it, you know? like Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I feel, it, it's, I think it's a, a very comfortable situation because... If he wanted to see other people as well, mm-hmm. he's very heterosexual, which, mm-hmm. you know, bums me out. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I know, I know. It's, you know, whatever. Like, if, if he wanted to see other people he was interested in, mm-hmm. I'd be totally comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like he really does it all. Okay. Seems like, you know, he's very focused on, he's got a job he's focused on, he's got extra, like, outside of work stuff. And we live together. He spends a lot of time with me. And, like, so he's also a comedian. So I feel like um, he's very focused and he's not really interested in splitting his time with another person. And that's Mm -hmm. been, like, the main reason that I don't currently have a a partner outside of this relationship. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Because some people, yeah, that's another thing about kind of having a monogamish relationship. Or, that's a great word for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monogamish? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's a great. Dan Savage-ism. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, is, I kind of forgot what I was going to say then. Oh, yeah. Um, is that, you know, how it's kind of catered to each couple. Like, mm. you know, some people, I know people that have it, quote unquote, unbalanced, where one partner sees multiple others but the other one doesn't. And it's not because and one person's just shittier than the no, other. No, not at all. Like that And that works can... perfectly for them. Yeah. That, that's how it works for them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. And you can cater it exactly, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, if you're There's saying... always an assumption that, like, the one person's, like, the devoted person and the other one's, like, the evil slut. Is the slut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, like, of course, is untrue. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please fuck off. Please fuck off now. Yeah. Lucy, we're about at time here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. This has been great. I've had so much fun. <laughs> do, uh, you have a, do you have a website? Do you have uh, places people can follow you? Oh, like? yeah. I'm at Lucy Swears Words on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Instagram at Cult Girl Classic. Mm-hmm. Like Cult Classic, but the girl word girl shoved right in the middle of it. Okay, amazing. All right. Thank great. you so much for having me. Thank you, Lucy. Uh, this is Lucy Gervais, everybody. And I am Aaron Pam, and this has been the Bedpost Podcast. Check back often because we release a new episode every Friday. And if you want to see Bedpost Live, the Variety Stage Show runs at the Social Capital Theater the third Friday of every month at 8. However, there is no show in December, so we will see you in January. For more info on everything Bedpost, please visit us on Facebook at Bedpost Erotica or on Instagram at The Bedpost Sex Show. Lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland, who can be reached on Facebook or at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com.